0: I would start us off by shouting Olay.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know what the problem here is, Jim, is that when you shout Olay really loud and aggressively, okay. you scare me, you shock me, I don't <laughs> know how to react. You snarl me, Jim. That's why you got some silence at the beginning of this week's podcast. Jim just
0: shocked me with his Mexican exclamations. You're a, you're a professional broadcaster. You've got to learn to... This is, you know, I'm here to... to to help teach the younger generation because I will die one day and others have to take up the mantle. And one thing you've got to learn, this is one of the first things they teach you at uh, podcast school, is that sometimes (laughs) someone will shout "Olay" at you and you have to deal with that. Like You have to be on the ball, be there with a witty rejoinder or a remark or just ignore it and blaze on through.
2: Olé. Shouting ole at an Irish person is just going to start a football chant Because our football chant is that ole ole thing
0: Ole, oh, ole, so, yeah. ole, ole, one of those
2: So that's pretty much all we associate that word is is with football mm-hmm. Even though it's not even our chant I think we stole it from like Mexico or Spain or something
0: mm-hmm. well, well, I think I... that's why Irish broadcasters are more professional um, Because they just <laughs> turn it into ole ole ole
2: I'm sorry. Uh, whereas I just, others are confused. Uh, you, you used Irish broadcasters and professional in the same sentence. I was like, oh, come on. Terry
0: Wogan one. was a national treasure.
2: Oh, well, he was great, yeah. <laughs> and, and Graham Norton. But you see, all the good ones moved to the UK.
1: Uh, I I know I'm like a minute late now, but I finally have a response to you aggressively shouting Olay. Yes. Not, not, not Olay. Oh, stand up because it's an exciting, energetic podcast. We'll, we'll is, get you there. We'll get you I, there. No, okay, really, I'll be I, a professional one day.
2: I'm pretty sleepy today, Laura, so I'm, I'm going to counter with oh, sit down. Oh, sit down. Sit down next to me. <laughs> what was that?
0: I don't even I know that what energy. Well, that was, but. <laughs> and neither it, do that, I. It, it no, was low energy. That's what it was. It's contributing to the strong start this podcast has had. I mean, I'm, you know, we've had a like, hundred and. One episodes of great quality chat and top notch gags, and really, I think that we're entering a new generation of just—I don't even know where I'm
2: going it's with this. When, when, well, when now, now, that, now that we've lost half the audience in the first two minutes.
1: <laughs> well, it's—it's it's, this is why we're doing this, so that one day when the wiki is created, like episode 102 is where you start the kind of shit years in in the
0: wiki directory. <clears throat> well, that's it—the difficult you know, most... second album. Yeah, yeah. most podcasts have this sort of slide into um, you know, a dip in quality, uh, a rut. Um, and rather than just let that occur naturally, I like to engineer it so that it becomes a deliberate thing, therefore meta, therefore in a few years' time we can claim it was a commentary on something. It,
1: exactly. The fact that we drew attention to it means that somehow we can claim to have been ahead of some social yep. curve that That's later it. comes yeah. around. We, we were the first ones the to slip from into just being Jim's rut. We, we, Exa- were the, exactly. we were the first people to deliberately shout "Olay" at the beginning of a podcast in order to derail it and make sure that we sounded as shit as possible There yeah. we go, you see And now that, that, we're, that is why he shouts ole, cup.
2: because he's preparing for what he shouts when you slip into his rut
0: Olay. <laughs> Sorry, someone just just uh, had a little cheeky slip in um, Welcome to Podquisition, everybody
2: <laughs> uh. Welcome to Podquisition,
0: everybody I'm ashamed of myself, how are you all today? How are you, Laura? I am good. I have had a busy, tiring, but rather, rather good week. That's good to know. That's good to know. Um, Gaffin, how are you?
2: I'm all right. I'm, I'm like I said, a little bit sleepy. Little bit... So sorry, not not really on the ball today. Won't be super quick with uh, puns and things.
0: Got a little yeah. sleepy. Good. That's fine. Mm. Um, it's been a busy week. I've been. I was. I was underground most of last Saturday. Um, filming for the Gymquisition Halloween episode that will go up on Monday. Um, you know, two Gymquisitions this week because the Gymsaw stuff was went over very well with 50% of my audience. <laughs> so I decided to just split the difference. So when you this say time.
2: underground, do you have like a, a sex dungeon in your house or is this actually somewhere else you went underground?
0: Uh, I went somewhere. It, it may. May have been used as a sex dungeon at some point. I don't know. Its primary use is a storm shelter, like for, for hurricanes, tornadoes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it was out by some farms. Um, giant metal box lying in the middle of, of a field. And you lift it up and you realise it's not a box, it's a tunnel that just goes down with this rickety ladder full of ants and cockroaches. And you climb down in it and it's, it's a giant... Wow. Uh, semi-cylindrical bunker It's basically, like Kim- Kimmy with... Sh-
2: the Kimmy Schmidt bunker
0: uh, I wouldn't know I've only seen the first episode of the Kimmy Schmidt d- d- Show well, that's,
2: thats I think that's the only episode They're actually in the bunker
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, oh I, th- I think I vaguely recall now um, When she was in a cult Was it? Yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm there getting was, it. There was there
1: was an auto tuned song as they came out
0: of the remember bunker. That bit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the auto tuned song. I watched it before I had a flight once, so I wasn't really paying too much attention. It seemed all right. Um, but anyway, this was you know giant bug filled um, rural Mississippi storm shelter. Thirty degrees hotter down there than it was up top, uh, mainly because it wasn't deep enough to actually be cold. So, and I was down there in in full costume um, <laughs> for basically a, like hours, hours um, me and um, Justin who's he's, he's done the fucking army intro the, the current Quisition intro a lot of the graphic editing stuff in the show um, he was basically the director um, was there with some uh, friends and helpers and a, a co-star for the filming a um, lot of fun, exhausting absolutely exhausting but hopefully fingers crossed it will be uh, a good end result um, so that'll happen on Monday, which is Halloween, and that's a, a full spin-off. That's not your traditional gymquisition at all, but because that would upset some people, and because I'm just so nice, uh, there will be a, another gymquisition on Sunday, um, so, and that would be a more traditional gymquisition. There's still going to be some some stuff going on in it, but it's it's got a more traditional structure, your usual intro topic, outro thing. So... There you go, double content coming up for Halloween. Uh, I do hope you like it. I've worked very, very hard on this, and some amazing talent um, from other people have, have gone into this. So hopefully that, that all goes well. Um, but yeah, otherwise, fucking hell. I mean, I'm, I can't believe it's only Wednesday. Like, I've done two gym positions uh... in two days already, because I did Monday's episode. Then Bethesda did their thing. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, and I... Married that with the stuff I learned about EA uh, and Square Enix recently, dubbing me a wild card, um, So <laughs> I did a second gym position, and that had a multitude of problems last night. I was up far later than I intended to be last night, fixing all that. So I'm a little bit tired myself, but I'm, um, you know, periodically shouting, Olé! to keep my energy levels up. Because uh, after we're done here, I've got to go play more Owlboy because there's a review embargo up for that tomorrow. And I intend to make that embargo because where EA and Square Enix consider me uh, too unpredictable uh, for their liking and they've decided to start snubbing me since they can get away with that now, um, D-Pad Studios have made Owlboy, which is a damn fucking good game. The review um, may very well be up by the time this podcast goes up. Uh, and I'd just like to say for the record, um, gave it to reviewers like two weeks before embargo and there's a good reason for that they've got every reason to be that confident because it is a damn fucking fine game that is a game i've been covering since i mean i was still at destructoid when it was first announced it's like eight years in the making or something like that um and it's worth it like like i was worried that the game would not be very good after being delayed so long and being worked on for such a long time um but it I, I played the demo version uh, there's a impressions video of that on my youtube channel uh, the full version is just mwah, really like it there's some problem there's some stuff i i go into in the review um with regards to the speed of character movement and a few twitchy things like it could f- f- be a bit more fluid and responsive um but it is still gorgeous wonderfully written lovely characters amazing um, music, and some really clever 2D stealth bits that remind me a bit like an adaptation of stuff we saw in uh, Lone Survivor, uh, that that Jasper Byrne horror game. So, Owlboy, damn good, and that gets top priority over anything Bethesda and EA and Square Enix fucking puts out anymore. Uh, I think I'm gonna perhaps focus a lot more on Indies than I have been since the AAA business is a shit show and companies are doing their very best to make sure that the customers don't know how shitty it is until it's too late. Or the the alternative is you take my route and you just piss off
1: the uh, the AAA people by telling all of their secrets before they're ready for their secrets to be told. Because that's been my I've done week. some of
0: yeah, yeah. You've you've <laughs> yeah. you've done that. I've done a little bit of that from here from time to time. I'll get little contacts and and you know I did stuff like a, about Square Enix and all that and uh, uh, I d- I don't think. Uh, anybody wanted me to talk about the review lists that I talked about last night <laughs> on the Jim position, um, but no, that that kind of pales in comparison to some of the stuff you've been doing. Because <sighs> the stuff I do is sort of very inside baseball, uh, and that's kind of that's always been my wheelhouse is the inside baseball stuff. But you've been talking about like, I mean, we're talking stuff of interest to mass market, um, and this is I... something you've been doing ever since. And I don't want to. Um, I don't want to burn bridges, but if if I if I owned a company <laughs> that had recently let you go, yeah, I'd probably be. I don't know how I'd manage it, but I would find a way to dislocate my knees so that when I kick myself in the ass, I do it so it hits directly on my anus.
1: <laughs> um, in the least shade-throwing way possible. Um. That's that's a thought that's crossed my mind. I I'm not going to say I disagree with you there, but yeah, because w- what was it like three four hours after we finished uh, recording Podquisition last week, I got an email from someone that was like, "Hey, so uh, here's the deal: tomorrow the the Nintendo NX it's going to get revealed. There's going to be a three minute trailer. It's coming tomorrow." So Wish I, I had put your a, friends. Yeah, so I put <laughs> so I put a tweet out and was like. Hey, if you're looking forward to the NX reveal, probably look forward to it tomorrow during American Central work hours. And then 40 minutes later, Nintendo tweets, hey, we've got a three minute trailer coming tomorrow to reveal what the NX is. (laughs) And following that, everyone was like, oh, so maybe Laura knows some of what's going on here. So like the whole day in the run up to that trailer, people were asking me like, okay, what do you know? I was like, I've heard a name. I don't think the name's real, so I'm not going to fucking say it. But it's going to be a three-minute trailer focused at your millennials in their eSports gamings with the Zeldas and whatnot. You're going to have your offset sticks in your split D-pad, like I said, back in August, and it's going to come tomorrow. And trailer rolls around. It's exactly what a bloody well it was. It was as
0: described, yes. It,
1: it was as described, a console handheld hybrid with a... Uh, split D-pad, the offset sticks, the button that I described as a share button currently has no logo on it, and I'm no. people keep saying, "What is the button? What is the button?" I'm like, "It's the fucking share button." I told you there was a button on that side. It's going to be the fucking share button. That would make sense. I mean, because
0: mm. N- Nintendo loves it when people make YouTube videos of their games. Well, if only for the fact <laughs> they can claim ad revenue. This
1: is why <laughs> I, 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 it's the generate this is extra what... <laughs> money button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what confused me. But I've seen it, and I'm just like, that is clearly the the share button. Oh, well, I'm not. The, I'm not saying that to go. It. I find it hilarious that that is an actual feature they're going to the, run with.
2: It's the Rob XX Mario fan 64 <laughs> XX of the three dollars that he's making from his video yeah. button.
0: Yeah. Um, 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 I'm not saying that to dispute you. By the way, I have no doubt that that is a share button, or you know that it will have easy share functionality. Um, because Nintendo, like joking aside, they. Even though they, they want the money for it and do the content ID shit, they also do encourage people to upload YouTube videos. Uh, they yeah. did. They, there was an easy way of doing that with I think the last Mario Cutler like Mario Cut Eight. I think had a very yep. easy upload to YouTube feature. And of course, the PS4 share button is probably my favorite button on a console ever. Like I really, it's good for my job. You know, it helps me capture footage very easy. Uh, helps me get screenshots very easily uh, mm. If something's pissing me off in a game I can just hit it and then rant on Facebook About something <laughs> that I've just captured you It's know, a great button You
2: know what's funny very actually is that the PS4 It's easier to upload and share uh, A quick video on Twitter From the PS4 than it is on the PC
0: It is, yeah Yeah, yeah kind of, yeah Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, I've said before That I think the Xbox One's a bit tot. And um, honestly part Part of what I there, there are many reasons I have problems with the Xbox One as a as an overall system. Um, I don't mind some of the stuff it does. I like some of its games, but as a as a system and especially as a UI, I'm not a fan of it. But the lack of a share button like kills me. Like like mm-hmm. I I got so used to it on the PS4 that that I want it everywhere now. I want a share button all mm-hmm. the time. And yeah, it sucks um,
2: when you're playing a game that's as as good looking as Gears of War Four. Yes, yes, like, you want to show I that wanna, shit off easy. I want to show this off, and then, you oh... Uh, yeah, you want a I quick can't. way
0: of... Yeah, Like I mean, I mean, consoles, of course, have always... That's the one of the few things they've still got above PC is this integrated social feature, mm. um, and that's something Nintendo's been pretty good at with Miiverse and everything. Um, Do you think the yeah, Xbox? I think Miiverse is uh, very good.
2: The the Scorpio, I think I'd be you'd be very surprised if that doesn't have a social. They'd feature. They'd be
0: silly not to. Yeah, yeah, they would be silly not to have it. Well, um, I mean, people made fun of like the instant Facebook button that some mobile phones came out with, but yeah. that shit's very useful. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's honestly like. Like a button that you just press and whatever is on your screen at the time just goes to Facebook. Like mm. it makes it so much a... sense that that's in devices now. I'd want that on a 3DS as well, and if Sony ever do another portable, yeah, um, yeah. from you know, I from... I want that on well, my portable. From a
2: business was... point of view, it would be very ludditish, not if that's even a word, not to include it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. what as I understand it from the stuff I was saying back in August, the share button on the NX is going to do. Either You can either do straight upload of photos or you can save and upload video um, to Facebook, YouTube, and there was somewhere else. I think you could stream to Twitch with it or upload to Miiverse is what I'm mm-hmm. hearing about that button. So I am up for a button that lets me
0: do those things. Those Absolutely. are all things I want to do. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I I'd, I'd do a lot more uh, Nintendo videos as well because, you know, I have capture boxes and stuff, but they're not... Great, and I could get better ones, but I don't like the ones that hook up to laptops or PCs and stuff. It's just uh, I—it's the living situation I'm in with family and animals and shit running mm. around and stuff. I don't. There's just so much involved with doing it. Like I—I I could do it, and in very special situations, I will do it. Like I did for Hyrule Warriors, because you know, there was no way I wouldn't do a Hyrule mm. Warriors video. Um But yeah, if if there was just this way of just easily capturing. Games within the console itself, game footage. Um, yeah, there'd be just as many uh, Switch videos as there are PS4 videos on my channel. As long as they're not claiming all of your ad revenue. <laughs> um, I no, I'd still do it, but I would just, you know, end every video with me dancing to Chains of Love by Erasure, so well, that I don't get any money. <laughs> that's totally, totally acceptable. But uh,
1: yeah, so the rest of my week has been like, yes, because I've got, I've had a bunch of sources for a while where I've been like. Okay I'm gonna report on these things I was still fucking nervous Until that trailer went up Because I was like for all I know I have been hoodwinked And swindled and everything I've been Told is a lie and it's something Completely different to the handheld console hybrid So right up until that trailer Went up I was like please Fucking god say that it's those Things that I said it was and Now that it has been shown oh those Sources were reliable and gave Me accurate info I'm now like Right okay you guys what else can you fucking tell me about this device? <laughs> I, I've i got fucking questions. Can you give me answers? So what have I done this week? I wrote about how the Switch is not going to be sold without the dock at launch. That uh, all packages of it will come with the dock, which makes a lot of sense. It's not a huge surprise, but that's a thing that I've been hearing. Uh, there is no headphone port on the Pro Controller, which some people are disappointed about because it means you can't stick your wired headset straight into your Pro Controller.
0: Um, yeah. the... not, not too big an issue for Nintendo though I mean no. it's a shame but it's not a huge issue for Nintendo it's, it, it's, it's, a not shame.
1: Like... it's a shame for a certain use case I've had Like I sometimes will sit in the living room playing a console game on my TV And want to do so with headphones and it's mm-hmm. easy to just pl- plug a pair of wired headphones well, into my likes, PS4 yeah. controller yeah. It's okay. not so easy if I have to set up a USB or some other kind of headset yeah. to play quietly the yeah, Xbox yeah, I was thinking One purely in terms real,
2: of
0: headsets rather than headphones The Xbox yeah. so, One pulled sorry,
2: yeah. a real fucking dick move with its headphones port. actually
0: oh, it, having, it had that
2: well, like block of plastic that you could only use certain headsets on it I.e. Well, branded
0: uh, Proprietary yeah. shit just makes me
2: sick What in, a dick it, move
1: it really irritates me that you can only do proprietary ones with the Xbox One But at least proprietary is an option Which it looks like on the Pro Controller is not going to be the case for the Switch um, I've talked about the fact that uh, there is a IR sensor on the bottom of the right controller That I believe is going to be used to replicate touchscreen functionality When you're playing it on the TV a bunch of shit i've been writing this week so it's it's been a bloody busy week for me cause it's I, I think be, i um, sorry. Oh, sorry yeah
2: i was just it's going to be an expensive year for uh for content creators isn't it with three new <gasps> consoles coming out
0: it's going to be a busy one yeah so, some for, of them some sh- of them i mean certain Certain ones who are guaranteed to not be wild cards about things probably won't have to spend as much
2: as others, but
0: uh, on the whole, on the whole, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a little do, spendy. Do, uh,
2: do, yeah, I suppose you do get free consoles, don't you? If you're uh...
0: Uh, sometimes it depends. Sometimes um, I got, I got the Xbox One and the PS4, um, but I was at the Escapist at the time. Yeah, I certainly um, did not get the PS4 Slim for free. <laughs> yeah I, I never got <laughs> even offered one of those and i, I i've got no coverage
2: opportunity but, but laura did you, anyway. were you given your 3d printing machine for free that's the important <laughs> question.
0: oh
1: well i did and then i returned it to them after i used it to 3d print a slightly smaller 3d printer so i was like okay well i've tried it now you can have yours back
0: that's always the problem with 3d printers is they don't realize they've made a rod for their own back because People do just 3D print 3D printers, working yeah. 3D printers, and yeah. then just give the old 3D printers back. Yeah, exactly. It's it's it's, it's a shame. It's, it's a perpe- business. it's a
1: perpetual 3D printer
0: machine. Yeah, yeah, they they needed to have put some DRM on it so you couldn't 3D print the 3D printers, but people 3D print the 3D printers and then the 3D printers go out of business and then no one yeah. can 3D print any more 3D printers. So what they got to do is go to the 3D printed 3D printers and buy those from the people who 3D printed the 3D printers so they can 3D print a 3D print of a 3D printer and then... The 3D prints of the 3D printers will go out of business, and then you're left with third-generation 3D printed, 3D printed, 3D, 3D, 3D. which uh, I which, which, right, are, I which are which yes. are still
2: less obsolete than the Xbox One.
0: Oh, Whoa, ole! <laughs> so should we? Ole!
1: Should we summarize what the switch actually is? Because us do we actually I mean, did
0: that. It's, I thought it, it was very important. We preen your feathers first. Oh and yeah, let I know you were right. I, I needed my moment to be like fuck yeah. everyone. I was right, but well, that's the great joy of getting one of these big leaks is you spend that time nervous and worried and meek. Like you keep it quiet yeah. and meek and understated because you're worried it'll go wrong. Then the moment it's right, you become bullish and arrogant and <laughs> fuck you all. I was right. Like that's that's how you yeah. do games journalism. Yeah, that um, that is how I spent this yeah. week. I had my moment of ah,
1: oh, I fucking I fucking it paid off putting my cards on the table. Fuck you all. So um yeah. It. The switch itself, it's basically a tablet that two controllers slot onto the sides of. It's it works like a handheld, it's like a big sort of iPad with some control. On the side. When you go home, you pop it in a dock, you play your games on your TV.
2: Pop it I'm, in the dark. Pop it in the dark.
1: I'm I'm on board with that in theory. I like the idea of being able to take my home console-esque Nintendo games on the road with me. I've got a big home really flight like coming out this weekend. I like the thought of being able to play a uh, 3D console Zelda on the plane flight. I'm I'm good with this system. Yeah,
2: honestly, Nora. I'm
0: I'm on board with
2: it. Look, I I just sorry I gotta point it out again. That was such a wonderfully musical, lyrical thing you just said. Pop it in the dark.
0: Pop it in the dock, yeah. It's such a You're lovely
2: gonna... musical lyrical sentence. <laughs>
1: uh, if if there's something that is beautifully musical, uh, having watched that trailer a few times, I am a big fan of the the very satisfying click sound their trailer makes as the two halves of the thing pop together. Oh, yeah, it's
0: almost oh, like yeah. a it's almost like a stylized like two snooker balls hitting each other. Oh, just, it's, it, like, it's, it's very satisfying. It sounds so bloody satisfying. I, I can't wait
2: to take it to the basketball court and play it with my homies.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't when... wait to stop all the basketball players playing basketball so they can pretend to play basketball. I'm
1: so tired out from the basketball game. Can we just sit down for a minute? Oh, but what if I said you didn't have to stop playing basketball when you sat down? <laughs> I bring you the switch. Um, this is the 3D printed 3D printer of video games. I love it <laughs> Hey, hey, my friends have invited me to a trendy rooftop millennial party. I'd
0: better bring my Mario game with me.
2: And I printed distract all distract everyone I,
0: from seeing how much like Emily I look.
2: I had to 3D print all my friends as well because my real ones left me after all I did at parties was play so, my switch.
1: People have been mocking the 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 woman in the trailer who takes her switch to a rooftop party. I think she's um, lovely. If I had an unreleased Nintendo console with an unreleased Mario game on it, you would fucking well bet I would take it to rooftop
0: parties. <laughs> I honestly, I would. I keep that shit under lock and key. Like I, I'm surprised she wasn't mugged on the way over, unless that whole like neighborhood just has a system of gangplanks from rooftop to rooftop, <laughs> so she could avoid taking it out on the street. Otherwise she's walking the city streets playing, and playing a prototype game console With an unannounced <laughs> Mario game on it Like I'm surprised she wasn't Like bashed oh, in God. the head and mugged So what do, we,
1: what do we think of the name Now that Switch is out there As, as a name instead of NX
2: It's much like better it. than Wii U
1: it's yeah, better I, than Wii i I'm yeah. so glad they avoided the Wii branding on it They I like
2: Laura, oh. just quickly I know I'm, I'm interrupting you, sorry Oh, but go ahead I was just really happy to see that um, this whole, their approach, the advertising it seems to be Nintendo going back to playing to their own strengths
1: Yeah, exactly you know? It... Um, it definitely seems to be like, hey, here is a thing for the people that liked our games twenty years ago. Yeah. Hey, and you want you, you want us to aim a games and... console at you? Yeah, go ahead. Mm. It it does look really nice in its marketing. It looked mm. like It was a good trailer. There's not a, a single trailer. kid in that trailer and the whole trailer was just <laughs> Hey, it's a home console, yeah. it's a handheld, it's both of them, you can take it out the house, you can bring it back, it's those two things. And, yeah.
2: and well, it, was a well,
0: it was a well-focused trailer. It was clear I as well, there the was Wii no, U
2: there's no point where you're like, what is this thing? Yeah, it, I rewatched the Wii U don't... trailer
0: for the Jimquisition I did on Monday, where I was talking about how good the, the marketing was for the NX, and the Wii U trailer initially was... It's such a clusterfuck, and it's so confusing because they never once say it's a new system. They keep saying, you know, play golf on your new controller. Yes, play I, uh... Wii Fit on your new controller. And they're and, primarily
1: and... showing games you've you think you've already played on the Wii. It's here's yeah, a side yeah. scrolling 2D Mario. Here is Wii Sports. Here is Wii Fit. Here's a bunch here's of Wii games for me. See, yeah. see here's new, the controller, thing, right? new controller, new controller,
0: new controller. And then when they showed a actually... new game, when they it's when they not... showed the golf thing, they had people using a Wii remote. In the trailer. It was a clusterfuck of bad information. It's no wonder the Wii U never sold. And I get why they called it a Wii U, because the Wii had sold so well. So it's like, well, let's name it after that Wii so that people associate the, the popular brand. But
2: well, everything about is that the thing Wii was...
0: Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think Wii U, it just looks like an add-on, and people are like looking at it thinking, but I already have fun playing tennis with my little white stick in my hand. Yeah. That just looks like an extra... Bit of fuss, don't want it. The, the Whereas MS the Switch like, advert was just out. so much straightforward.
2: The Switch, no words. Oh God, are we on really different timing here? I think
0: something? we're on really, really bad
1: timing, Gavin. I think okay, we're on um, super
2: different. Should timing.
1: we should we keep recording? Pause the call <laughs> and restart the call.
2: I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Hello. Hello. Uh, right.
2: okay. okay. Try that, that again. See how this goes. Right.
0: <laughs> um, where the hell were we? Um I'll I'll finish up my trailer thoughts and then then we'll move straight on together. I'm
2: just yeah, you do that and I'm gonna make sure um see if no one's streaming or anything that my internet might be okay. slowing or
0: cool. And there were no words in the Switch trailer. The Wii U had lots of words, but they were just they weren't explaining things, they were just making things less clear. Whereas this, the only time the only words used were the lyrics and the music. And at the very end the crowd does that Nintendo thing Where it's just a bunch of young happy people Just going Nintendo Switch Uh, And Mm. aside from that it was all visual And it said Everything that needed to be said yeah, with no like, words They did the thing that they needed to do They made very good use of three
1: minutes And it was, hey, the new Zelda game That you know is a console game Here it is being played on the tri- on the TV With a traditional yep. controller Here we take it out of the thing Oh, you can play with it in your hands Now we watch as he takes it to the park In the car, on an airplane And the he's airport, still playing yeah. it
0: The airplane like, thing was it was crucial Because hmm. initially people would be like Well, how far can you... Take this, does it need to be tethered to the dock and then? Does you know, it need to be on the internet? On like are you playing it across the internet or something?
1: It's like no, he gets on a plane, he is cut off from the world but can still play his, his Nintendo system. Like they made he it virtually clear, this is not the Wii U. Oh no you
0: no, hey, do you think the it's not, will not give Skyrim, us... it's not Skyrim Jim. Oh yeah, they're not science. Yeah. think the festival will give people early review copies of Skyrim Switch. <laughs> We'll find out. I mean, it's it, like here's the launch that, lineup that for the interesting... Switch, and people don't have launch reviews of Skyrim Switch because Bethesda are like, "Nah, nah, dog, you can have it that, on the day."
2: That was an interesting um, choice for the trailer, but at the same time, it is nice that there's now a Nintendo uh, console that can handle five-year-old games.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. Be, I mean, to the, be it fair, an... it's the remaster of Skyrim. It looks like, judging from yeah, the trailer but, uh, footage, it's the
0: remaster, not the five-year-old version. At the same uh, time, remastered Skyrim is still five years old because that it, shit was remastered by modders like two days after it had come out. So you,
1: you, I'm not you're that right, impressed by that. You're right, but still, as a Ninten- as like someone who primarily likes to play games on Nintendo systems where possible. I am
0: glad to see Bethesda games yeah. coming to this machine. Well, I see why mm-hmm. they did it. It's, yeah. it's it's easy to make fun of, of, it, and it does show Nintendo in kind of a bad light that, oh, we're all excited about a five-year-old game being on, on a Nintendo mm. system, but it does make sense they did it because, mm. because of this. Because, yeah, they're they're not just saying, oh, you can play Skyrim. They're saying... When all the other systems get Bethesda games We're getting Bethesda games as mm. well So and I see exactly why that is Unconfirmed by Bethesda good though isn't it, it it's, With, it's unconfirmed but, yeah, by yeah. Bethesda But yeah That the- corporation you know being mysterious happen? for mystery's sake By it's, the way that's, that's all that is
2: It's going to come out And it'll just like It'll turn out that it isn't actually a new console It'll just be The new controllers will arrive in a box And you'll get like a hammer To smash the edges off your Wii U
1: Um, (laughs) You know what name I saw on the, uh, the list of developers That made me most interested It was seeing From Software on there because I really like oh, the yeah. idea of next time there's a Dark Souls or whatever from software oh, works oh on that's God. similar, being able to play that on the go makes mm. me I would very play happy. Dark Souls on a play. And Dark Souls is such a, yeah. a natural yeah. a fit
2: for like uh, Nintendo as well. I mean, it's it's I mean it's <laughs> Zelda. Do you know what I mean? It's like
1: it's really it is, hard it is. Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know? it's it sounds like a joke to say that it's a natural fit for Nintendo, but no, mechanically it it's very on brand yeah. with with
2: Zelda. Yeah, um, and so, I mean lots of the older Nintendo games had. That difficulty level—it was just a thing back then. It wasn't yeah. something that I mean.
0: And I mean, s- since the ways. new Zelda, since the new Zelda is basically just fucking Minecraft, then I think having a Souls game would be a nice replacement. I've
2: seen a lot of people being upset <laughs> about that. Actually, it's, it's certainly something was- that could make or break the game.
0: Yeah I was I was deliberately being facetious there I'm kind of looking forward to it But my trouble is I am so over survival games That that stuff's um, not Having played that game for like an hour back at E3 It didn't
1: feel like survival was a big part of it uh, I would like, hope not The main, I feel um, like the main it, thing it, that like yeah. I saw out of that mechanic was Hey if I want a new weapon go find an enemy that has
0: that weapon Kill them and you add their that weapon to your inventory Yeah yeah, I mean, so long as there's not... And it doesn't look like there is any. Um, you know, so long as there isn't the, the sleeve-tugging that you get. Like, I feel... Like, like We Happy Few was always the, the real killer for me, as much as I've been looking forward to that game, and, and you know, to the point where I'm even voicing a character in the game. Um, when I played it, like... It was harassing me, like it's harassment constantly, just haranguing yeah. me. Like you've got to find a bed to go to sleep. Now you're thirsty. Now you're hungry. Now you're dying of the plague. Yeah, so it's, it's like stop bothering me, game. Stop, stop sidetracking me every three minutes because I need to find a fucking water fountain somewhere. What yes. did I play recently? Where I think I felt, Nintendo it, would be.
2: St- oh, it was No Man's hmm? guy. Sorry, I was trying to remember what game I played this year where that started to bug me.
0: Oh, fucking fucking that one with its d- diminishing resources at seventy five. Fuck off um, Yeah it doesn't look like Zelda It doesn't seem like a very Nintendo thing to do that Like it's more of a Nintendo style To make nods to mm. modern conventions Without like fully embracing them So I'm not too worried But yeah. I do see why why it's rubbing some people up the wrong way It was well. funny mm.
2: seeing people on Twitter Looking at it saying This is just ripping off Dark Souls And I was like mate Dark Souls like Took like so much from Zelda <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Zelda is a ridiculously influential fucking game. It's influenced yeah. so many uh, game design choices. Mm. Um, Dark Souls being one of them. Um, the, to call
2: Zelda a ripoff of <laughs> I mean, Zelda <laughs> almost invented, anything is silly. Zelda invented the combat system that Dark Souls has.
0: Yeah, the yeah, yeah, on. yeah. The the targeting system and everything—it's it, it, it all came from Zelda mm-hmm. originally. Uh, until Zelda is a first-person puzzle game in which you're firing two portals at different walls. I don't think you can <laughs> say that they're in, inherently ripping other games off because mm-hmm. they've always had the only the only game Zelda rips off with any degree of regularity is the last Zelda game that came out. Yeah, yeah and um, even
2: then they sometimes revel. I mean the. Do- the difference in gameplay style between A Link to the Past and then Ocarina. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean yeah. um, generational leaps can... yeah, Gaming with uh, those those two games, mm, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, so going back to the Switch name... See, I, I don't hate I,
2: Nintendo. I, Everyone thinks I hate Nintendo for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm glad to know you uh, don't You hate like Nintendo. Battlefield
0: 1, though, so you're a bad man. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> oh my but, God, the comments on your review. We have to talk about that in uh, a while.
1: We, we will, talk we about will that get bit, there yeah. I am sure um, To get back to the name very quickly um, I do have a little bit Of a story about the Switch name um, So I heard the Switch name Like a day or two before the reveal trailer I didn't think it was real I didn't report on it Because I thought it sounded like a fan made name Based on the rumours people had heard Because you know It does sound like the kind of name like That someone who's made up a fan Mock up would make and I, I spent, like, a full day in the run-up to that trailer happening Looking for clues that might prove whether it was real or not So I was like, yeah. okay, let's search uh, um, product licensing databases Let's look at trademark databases um, Let's look at patent databases Let's try and find Switch-related domains that might <clears throat> redirect to Nintendo.com So, like, does Nintendo Switch.com redirect to Nintendo.com I couldn't find a fucking shred of evidence for it So I was like, okay, there's not enough proof I'm not going to talk about it It got announced and my first thought was I did the right thing
0: But I'm fucking kicking myself Yeah, yeah, I can imagine like, <laughs> I just, I, I'd have been I, a little leery of it as uh, as it, well It um, sounds
1: like the kind of name that someone makes up Because it sounds right with the rumours that have been going around
2: <laughs>
0: And, like, that, I like that the annoys... name, I mean, it,
2: it, it's a yeah, pretty good it... des- description of yeah. what the console is, you know
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I I, mean, it's one of, the Wii and the Wii U especially I mean, I, you get used to it, but yeah. it made me cringe the first like few times trying to say it and talk about it mm. Whereas the Switch, like that's fine. Well, the yeah, Wii U I mean, name was some prophetic.
2: Of the... You see, it's the name of the ambulance coming to rescue uh, it from obscurity. The
0: Wii, the
1: Wii, the Wii, U. the, Wii, <laughs> the Wii U name was terrible because they the the letter U was an add on to the word Wii, and that's what people thought the console was. Is oh, it's an add on for the Wii. You take the Wii and you yeah, put this little thing on the end. Help.
0: It was it, it wasn't a number. It wasn't like the Wii Two or anything. Wii U just it, it looks like a modifier. So let not me a tell follow-off.
2: you, new add ons for Wii. Can be very alarming and not fun.
1: <laughs> uh, but still like as long as there are the wrong... Switch
2: name is good. Yeah, and as
1: I, given gr- some of the social on. circles
0: I run in, I'm used to saying that word a lot anyway. So Yeah, oh uh, god. I'm into it. It's
1: a, word, it's a BDSM word, everyone. Do you get it? Do you it's, get what it's I was saying? Here top sand bottoms. Is that right, Jim?
0: Uh, that is correct. What? Okay, it's, it's, uh, it is someone who can switch from a submissive to a dominant role as the really? situation would. Oh. Yeah, yes. that's that's a switch. Um, it, going along with Pokemon Sun and Moon, which is
1: Pokemon S and M, <laughs> and it seems like Nintendo's got a bit of a key like, going on.
0: I like this direction Nintendo's going in. This is, you know. Every now and then, I think Nintendo isn't really speaking to me anymore. But I really like this new kink themed uh, direction they're heading. Are in. you
1: looking forward to when they release like a circular, a spherical controller add-on called the Nintendo Ball gag? Uh, <laughs>
0: yes, yes, yes. I yeah. could I could try and follow on with that joke, but no, no, that, that I. I no, no, you don't want to. It. Their, you don't their, their get...
2: VR, their VR is going to come in the shape of an eyes wide shut, uh, sexy ballroom. <laughs> oh, hell
0: that. yeah! Get one of those like masquerade masks, <laughs> um, Nintendo
1: masquerade. There's no vibration inherent to the Switch. You got to get like a butt plug that vibrates, and you
0: stick that up your butt. I'm way ahead of them. I yeah, that mo-
2: I think that movie's underrated, by the way.
0: That's us watch Mm. I, I forgot totally you were talking about a movie
2: for a second
1: there Yeah I was just thinking like which, which movie about a vibrating butt plug do you think Is underrated
2: Eyes wide shot
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm there sure was a Chuck butt plug Tingle in there if made at
2: some a point. movie He would That's he would... such a creepy movie ah.
0: Sorry. I, I was I was, was going to lead us into self promotion Yeah you're doing a you do your in that Chuck Tingle game Yeah that's, that's all it is yes. That's Chuck- There's a Chuck Tingle game coming out, and I'm voicing a, a character in it. I'm, so. I'm, no, no, big, no big deal, NBD, NBD
1: guys. I'm glad you are, because I'm very excited about Chuck Tingle's uh, Tingly adventure, or whatever it's going to be called. Because I'm
2: Googling it, Chuck Tingle now, and I'm guessing this is some I'm, kind of a sexy Oh, uh, it's the this, book guy. Yeah,
1: he's yeah, the yeah, the guy I think that makes Laura's the books. Brought him up yeah. several
0: times yeah, before yeah. Yeah.
2: on the Sorry, show. Sorry, I uh, just forgot the brought, name. Brought
0: he's
1: the guy who wrote both pounded in the butt by my own butt. And pounded in the butt by a copy of my book, pounded in the butt by my own butt. A book in which the author is pounded by the ebook he previously
0: wrote. It's 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 clever stuff. It's, <laughs> he's he's a wonderful, a man. wonderful man. <laughs> quite a man. Um so yeah, I'm pleased. I don't think I can say I don't know if I can say what I'm doing in it, but it's it's fun. I, I recorded some some dialogue for a demo. Um, oppressed in the butt by my
2: inclusive holiday coffee cups. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Nassie, I must say Jim, ever. Jim, this is the most Jealous I've ever been of you doing a voice Role in a game, because my God, what I wouldn't give to do a voice in a Chuck Tingle game, I'm, ver- <laughs> I'm very very Jealous of you It, it's it's, very, it would I be mean, very on brand and I'm very sad About it
2: Pounded I mean, in the, the pound, um... turned gay by the European Union <laughs> <laughs> These are amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's the, another thing: is the fast turnaround on them. Like he, oh. he throws those How up. How long like, are they? So
2: responsive. They're are they like 20-30 good... pages, or are they actually novel length?
1: They're a good like. They're about forty pages, I think. Like and they're are they long readable? enough to. Yeah, they are well written, and they play into a larger, self-contained narrative universe. Like the there is verse. a suge- yeah, there is a suggested reading order so that
0: you get continuity.
2: Oh my God! Some of these yeah. titles are so good, and, and, <laughs> and
0: they're so responsive to to current events as well. Mm. Like he's a, quite quite a the kind of artist that could only really exist in today's. He 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 only was in an internet
2: age. A lot of the titles actually kind of remind me of Podquisition titles. Like Space Raptor Mm. Butt Invasion. That is really like
1: (laughs) Can you can you see why
0: like someone with my sense of humor might enjoy Chuck Tingle? (laughs) Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, It's in the name. It is my hope one day (laughs) that that there will be a pounded in the butt by the Podquisition.
1: It, it, I, I, what I wouldn't pay for that to happen. We'll, we'll set up a Kickstarter. Yeah. We'll see if we can get it funded. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's anything else to say about Switch other than I wish I had it this weekend for my flight to Australia.
0: Yeah, I so... think once, once, once <laughs> the obvious BDSM uh, correlation happens, I think that's when the discourse is done. Because mm. uh, I think, I think every discussion about the Switch ends there like it heads toward it's like a godwin's law kind of thing it's it's a matter of time before it happens and that's when we 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 get to chapter that discussion until uh, you know, more information yeah. is readily available,
1: and it sounds like we're not going to get any more information from Nintendo until 2017, which is a brave move of theirs to wait until two and a half months before launch to tell us price and launch lineup and whatnot. But They that's... are nothing
0: if not unconventional. Yeah,
1: but that's fine by me because that gives me like another two months or so in which to just go leaking all of their secrets. So yeah, yeah. It gives me two me months to get around
0: while. to you know maybe buying a Square Enix or EA game and doing a review of it. <laughs> uh, so what else happened in the news this
1: week? Um, there was Walking a... Dead
2: fans got very upset again.
1: <laughs> I I've not seen that episode yet. Um, I know it's, that everyone uh, got upset and I don't know why.
2: <laughs> it's pretty brutal. I would be very surprised if anyone could sit through it without batting an eye.
1: Mm, I've I've heard that it's fairly tough watching. Um, yeah. it, we we it, it found wa- that thing. I
2: stopped watching it in season two, and I did watch this episode just to see because I knew what was coming. But it cemented my decision to stop watching it. Put it that way, because yeah. as opposed I, to Game I, of Thrones, where it only felt a bit like that in season five for me, the the Walking Dead is so relentless. And so exploitative in its misery and and gore porn that it's just like, yeah, no, they're just, they don't like their audience. They're just uh, exploiting them. Well, I I,
0: I picked that up around, because I think I must have stopped watching about the same time as you. Um, Mm. I I watched the first season. I liked it fairly decently. I thought it was a decent enough season. Season two bored the hell out of me. Mm. Uh, And I managed to make it all the way through. And then I just got like halfway through season three and just. I'm like I'm done. Yeah. I, I I'm not into it anymore. Uh, and then everything I've heard subsequently has only mm. uh, made me I, feel like it was the right move to just it's like they're be just, done with it.
2: It's like they're almost competing. It's like how can we top the red wedding? We have to top the red yeah. wedding. How do we be beat? There's going to be so much factor. of that, I think, in
0: TV. I think Game of Thrones has, has, and it's not Game of Thrones' fault. You know, It's the same thing with COD, how that inspired a bunch of military shooters. It's yeah. not the originator's fault. They did something that a lot of people paid attention to. But I can see a lot of TV shows thinking, oh, Game of Thrones is really good because it kills people and because it has these you know, really brutal, nasty twists. Yeah. Let's fill our show with them, regardless of context or requirement. Uh, and, and also and, there's a way you know, to do it That's how most TV fucking happens Is One one show does something unique And then everyone fucking copies it Until even the original thing looks a bit passe. Yeah. As that happened to fucking Seinfeld Yeah.
2: At
0: At this point The only Walking Dead property I keep like pretty up to date on
1: Is the Telltale games I'm still enjoying those yeah. fairly well I can't well. Yeah, so,
2: say them either They're just too, I, mi- uh, they're too I,
1: miserable I, I, I enjoy them, I'm looking forward to season 3 mm. of
0: that um, Like I'll we, give...
2: I give it credit for that though I mean that is the effect it wants to have on you It wants yeah. to make you feel miserable But for me it Sorry, just Sorry my makes... dildo
0: baseball bat's pressed up against the wall At a really curved angle and it's going to get crooked You keep talking I'm going to go straighten it out Dildo okay?
2: baseball bat Hmm. Well that's topical Oh. Is um... it called Lucille Jim your baseball bat Dildo It's called Poo Seal because he puts it up his bum Poo Seal the, the, the <laughs> dildo baseball bat
1: I'm gonna. Oh, you briefly, wouldn't want to get I, smacked
2: in the head with that, though, would you? I'm
1: gonna very quickly move us on from there. I think. Um, <laughs> so, Red Dead Redemption Two got a trailer like the day after we did the uh, the last episode, and yeah. trailer didn't show us very much, but it was very pretty.
0: Yeah, it's like it kind of. of Straightened my dildo out.
2: That's good. Had a bit of a kink. We we named your well, we named your dildo baseball bat seal while you were gone.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a good name for it. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, it was down in the murder hole, but that's what we started calling the storm bunker. I was filming, and it was down in the murder hole with me, and so it's gotten a bit dirty. Mm. I'll have to polish it.
2: And just before, because I know people are going to shout this in the comments, because uh, this is, I know, I just, I'm seeing people saying this, yes, I know they were following the comic. Just before everyone shouts that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, go on. Um, so, yeah, we got a Red Dead 2 trailer. Really didn't show
0: us or tell us anything But it looked very pretty In the way that mm. no, I was Rockstar do games one of my tend to be I was going to do one of my trailer videos for it Because I did uh, one for the Switch And I was going to follow it up with the Red Dead one And just have a really nice traffic day on my channel But I, There was uh, there's, nothing there's I could nothing say, nothing to say It's to get a pretty, pretty long about. demo nothing.
2: isn't
1: it? Yeah, it yeah it looks like it's certainly set In a nice kind of deserty environment In America mm.
0: Yeah that's a nice surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it really was just look at our pretty game world and, and not a lot else. And here's the thing. Rockstar are like
1: one of the few companies that can get away with that as a publisher, where they're, uh, as a developer, where they can just be like... Because uh, remember the GTA Five hype cycle where it was like, today, here's three screenshots of a man on a bike and a pier and a beach and people lost their minds because it's Rockstar and they put out... Stuff that doesn't tell you anything But makes you feel like you're seeing something about a game
2: Yeah I'm just really looking forward To like avoiding Twitter For an entire week when it's confirmed That it's all men
1: Yeah that's Well here's, here's my like based on No, no evidence uh, guess I think those seven people We see in that teaser image are going to be Seven people you have to go kill I think yeah. they're going to be like the bosses you go And track down and kill because some people have suggested seven playable characters, which to me seems way too many and not in fitting with the themes of the first Red Dead. I really hope that's not the direction they're going. I hope that's like, hey, here's the seven people you got to go murder. Because if they, if they did have seven playable characters that were all men, that would be a little bit like, mm, really?
0: Really? That would, ju- that would just be them responding to criticisms about GTA 5 in the most extreme way possible um, i and, don't and want i actually am somewhat whatever, defensive like, of GTA 5 yeah. just from the standpoint of if you're going to just have like men playable in your game at least have the honesty to, to say that's what you're doing. Yeah, and say, oh, and I, just, I didn't want to do. We, a game we with wanted. A woman we wanted to tell a story said?
1: about toxic masculinity and dudes.
2: Isn't that and what they but said? Yeah, They didn't even
1: have to have gone that far. Yeah, Gav- yeah Gavin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really struggling to understand you.
2: You've oh, been really? coming
1: through very choppy. Oh, you're okay now. Sorry, you I, kept try, I, with like I, I try and disguise the accent a bit
2: for the show, Laura. But you know, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the paddy potato comes um,
0: out. Yeah. But we are going to have to switch To mumble <laughs> mm. uh, like, like People have been recommending it over Skype We are definitely I think that's going to be a, a priority for me After yeah. October's done the, and am I have time to, to do anything else the Am I breaking issue up we, on
2: you as well Jim Or is it just um, for Laura Yeah
0: there have been times where I'm talking And it's like there's just this Irish <laughs> undercurrent <laughs> Under everything I say Yeah, Just this bubbling <laughs> Irish accent yeah. Under everything the, the
1: only real downside we have to switching to mumble Is that we will have have to find an alternative to the Skype call recorders for backups, yeah. and if we have guests on, we have to warn them in advance. Can you go download and register with
0: Mumble? Yeah. Well, I mean, if if we do guests, then we you know just don't delete our Skype programs and we can yeah. revert. But for regular weekly things, uh, yeah, that's really not fucking cutting it. It's I, having... I agree with the comment
1: as well. Yeah, it's it it's getting worse as time goes on, but um. Yeah, like if you're gonna tell a story about dudes, that's cool. I still maintain that I would love to see a GTA one day where it's like, hey, we basically ripped off the cast of Orange Is the New Black and uh, <laughs> mm. set a story about some horrible women doing horrible yeah. stuff. You know that's kind that's of thing, exactly. It would be great my, to say.
2: My stance is that I'd love to see them do women characters, but I'm not gonna get angry and shout at them if they don't.
1: I'm. I'm disappointed
0: that we've not seen it happen yet, but, you know, we'll... I think that's it. It's it's a shame it's not happened. It would be nice to see, I think, a GTA um, with a woman protagonist could uh, just narratively open up some doors. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, every story's been from a, a male perspective, often men with the same kinds of attitudes, mm. so just something to switch that up would be uh, really... Um good for the series, yeah. I think. And this is why uh, you, just from a this is why, sheer creativity standpoint.
1: And this is why you should all go read my article on Kotaku from a few years ago of what Orange is the new black could teach GTA 5 about making horrible female protagonists. Go read that. Oh well there you go. But yeah, self-promotion. Mm-hmm. Um so other things we had happen this week. We found out that um even though Pokemon Go is like losing people left and right. It is the fastest mobile game to ever make six million U.S. dollars in profit.
2: Do you mean literally nice. losing people? Like people are like wandering into <laughs> dumpsters, <laughs> trying to falling uh, in ravines. <laughs> no,
1: like people, people trying have to stopped, find Charizard. Uh, Like some people, like there's been a big drop off in the player base, but it it is by about a one hundred percent margin the fastest. Uh, it's about twice as fast as Candy Crush Saga, which I think was the. Uh, the second fastest game to hit 600 million so wow. like yeah it's dropping off insane. but my goodness like it has been profitable
0: for them and they they made their money's worth out of pokemon go yeah. yeah i mean it's a it's a game that the its rise was meteoric and then it just kind of dissipated once it reached the pinnacle well, um yeah. it was like a big mainstream phenom- phenomenon for like About two weeks And then it's kind of settled I've heard people
1: saying it's died (laughs) off Like today I went and dropped a lure In the shopping centre Because I had to go and do some errands And I had to wait around for about an hour And I was like okay I'm not going to go home I'll just sit around in town And I dropped a lure Eight people playing Pokemon Go came and sat with me And we got talking From dropping one lure So like there are still people around and playing And like that social element does still exist In some areas but, yeah, it is It is somewhat dying off. Um, they put up a Halloween event this, this week, and it's like, hey, all sorts of ghostly spooky Pokemon are going to be more common, um, including Zubat that everyone has too many of already. They're going to be more common for a few days. Um, but you also get double experience and double candies and stuff, so... I'm playing it a bunch is, at the moment. Is it
0: just Skype, or or
1: is
2: Laura, Is there something ringing something in, in the, the background, background? There
1: that's may there may
2: be noise. a fire in my house. I'm on, I believe. I'm, are you hearing it when I talk? I'm hearing no, it when Laura in, in, talks. I'm no. hearing it when just Laura talks. Cooks...
1: It is on. It is on my end. I can't do much about it. There's a fire alarm has gone off in my
0: house. I think it's because someone
2: downstairs right. <laughs> <laughs> cooking. Uh-huh. Like, I was okay. there thinking it was some kind of mic feedback. I it.
0: think the listeners will get frustrated if we don't bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll bring but just, it up. But it's acknowledged. It's not. It, it's not something we can't. We we can fix.
1: Well, um. we don't know that. I can try and post. It's going to be a nightmare. But yeah, that. Beep beep
0: beep beep beep. Yeah, that that's it that's comes through my house. really sharp as well on the on the through Skype. Well, there's Skype's making it worse. There's
1: three other people in my house, and I'm just here being like, I'll just wait through it for a second. Someone will stop it. Someone will press the mute <laughs> button. It's like uh, everyone knows I'm recording. They'll they'll stop it, right? It's
2: like my tinnitus has invaded your house.
1: I'm I'm just listening to it still going and I'm like maybe I should go inspect that there's not actually a fire trapping my my housemates in a room cuz my office is rather hot right
0: now
2: might be an you idea might be on
0: fire Okay
2: we'll wait for you
0: Give me a second I'll be right back <gasps> Yeah no worries <laughs> I hope she's not on fire that would uh that would that'd suck. be bad for the podcast mm. We wouldn't get her side of the recording
2: Oh yeah or or the or the Skype recorder
0: Ah, and think yeah. of how many Nintendo Switch Secrets would burn in those flames It
2: would make for great dramatic um, Broadcasting though
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and the the book that we Write about it afterwards, Pounded in the Butt By My Fire Alarm, <laughs> would be A, a bestseller
1: <laughs> Okay, I went downstairs, I pounded the fire alarm In its butt, it stopped fire alarming We're all good Nice, um, nice. nice. So, yeah, what other bits of news were there? Oh, the big game retailer in the UK, Game, has been charging people to pl- to try out <laughs> PSVR
0: this week. <clears throat> nice to know they've not changed since I left. They were a scumbag shithouse retailer when I was in the UK, and they're a scumbag shithouse retailer now. And I don't care, like, ma- major respect to Rich Stanton, but, no relation, but... I cannot agree with him that there's no problem with this. I, I, You're charging I, I, people to play a demo of something you want. You want to sell them.
1: Yeah, that is shit I've, I've read Rich Stanton's article. I don't personally agree with it. He's like, oh yeah, but they like had a member of staff clear people out the way and make sure I didn't hurt them while I demoed PlayStation VR. It's like I should be doing that anyway. They should be doing that anyway. You went to demo PlayStation VR because you want to know if it's going to make you sick or not. That should be like a
0: thing you're allowed to find out before you buy a $400 product. You should not have to pay to work out whether or not something you want to buy will make you so sick you can't use it. This is also (laughs) the reason why PSVR games, every single one should either have a demo or a Steam-style refund policy. It's part of the reason why some PSVR games I'm just never going to review because I'm not buying Eve Valkyrie. Um, because there have been widespread reports and it makes people sick. And I don't care, even for work, I'm not spending 50-odd bucks on something that might make me goddamn ill.
2: I don't know, Jim, that's a slippery slope. I mean, if you if you uh, have that happening, next thing they'll have to put a refund policy on Buckfast.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, I'm I'm not in agreement with the people that are saying they're cool with it. I'm like, yeah, if you want people to buy a thing... You should, you know, have it there for people to check if it's going to make them feel violently ill. Um, mm. Their defense is, well, if you try it and and you pay us to try it, and then you want to buy the console, we'll take that money that you spent trying it off of the price of the console. It's like their yeah, but you're also, we
2: finally have something physical uh, we can sell.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's last time I tried to buy something from Game, I think it was the very first God of War. I think. And they fucking wouldn't give it to me, because I didn't have ID on me at the time. Uh, I was really poor, I had no need of a wallet, so I used to just wander the streets with, like, a fistful of cash in my hand. Uh, But I was unshaved, I looked like fucking Bluto, and they were asking for ID for this game, which... I mean that this is the same store that would once wouldn't sell me a copy of Dynasty Warriors, because my brother was with me and he was underage, and the game was rated fifteen, and I was like um, eighteen or so, mm. and they wouldn't give it to me because he was there, and it's like, well, you're, you're like you're buying it for him. Um, game can fuck up. Okay, this, game can this fuck up. This is not a story about game,
1: but this is a story about trying to buy things with age limits. Um, When Star Wars The Force Awakens Came out on Blu-ray earlier this year I was 24 years old That film is rated a 12 And Sainsbury's would not sell it to me Because I did not have ID And I said (laughs) Surely you can have a little bit of like Common sense I'm clearly over 12 years old They said Nope We've got a Think 25 policy And because you look under 25 We're not going to sell you this 12 without ID And I'm like Yeah go fuck yourselves i'm
0: clearly not 12 <laughs> think 25 yeah i had to uh, s- you know how long it took me it took me f- i hate the naming of british yeah. like corporate policies it, it took oh, me 35
1: horrible. minutes like making a stand with a manager and going through their physical rule book before they would sell it <laughs> oh, to my- me i could have gone home quicker and got id but i was like no fuck it on principle right. i am not letting you s- kick me out the door for trying to buy a 12
0: Unbelievable. Uh, um, (laughs) Um,
2: I just want to see Jim with a Pluto beard now. Do you have pics of that era?
0: I don't. I mean, when I say Pluto, it was Pluto by way of Michael Moore. I can't exactly (laughs) uh, facial hair and me don't get along, and I don't like to let it grow out too much. Like I've, I've got like the tiniest bit of stubble at the moment, and I don't like it. My 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 lovely baby skin is far too sensitive for any kind of any of that bullshit.
1: Mm. Uh, so we got one other bit of news, and this is going back to the NX, uh, the the Switch for a second. Apparently, this came out today. Nintendo wants to sell two million Switches during launch month, and will be selling them at a profit. Doesn't surprise me; they're selling them at a profit because Nintendo they always don't. does with That's their okay. hardware. Um, what's interesting about that that two million is that it's it's lower than what they estimated month one for the Wii U. They estimated 3 million sales of the Wii U in its first month However, my theory about this is that the Wii U so- Started selling at the beginning of its launch month I reckon Switch is going to start selling toward the end of March And it's going to have a smaller window to get its first like launch month sales window mm-hmm. So that's my theory on that number But yeah, they want to sell 2 million that first month
2: they would do. Well, I mean, uh, can, it's it,
0: not impossible.
2: It, it would be great for them if uh, they announced their games lineup and Mass Effect Andromeda was on it because uh, that's releasing in March, Bio- isn't
1: it? Bioware have said that they currently have no announcements to make about that, and mm. Bioware does not appear on the list of developers developing for it. So I'm like, oh, I I would really love to play Andromeda on a handheld, but I don't think it's going to happen. I I uh, I'm I'm sad about that because if if it came if Andromeda and the Switch came out the same month, and Andromeda was on the Switch, that's totally where I'd play it. Mm. Um, yeah. So with that done, we we got some games we played this week. Gavin, you you yep. played a couple of things.
2: I did. I played more games than usual this week. I played quite a yeah, few. Yeah,
1: you played like three games <laughs> this week.
2: I played a uh, Civilization Six. Which is very enjoyable, but I am absolutely terrible at it. So I'm not really a good person to judge for the audience if it's a good one or not. I just know that it was a lot of fun and it's really difficult <laughs> to
1: I, win. I have one one big question for you. Is yeah. Gandhi still in love with nuking everyone?
2: He's still an absolute prick. and okay, He comes he's... to you and he's like... Um there's a big difference between having a weapon as a deterrent and wielding it. And I was like, oh yeah, well I know what you're getting at there now, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. So like yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about that game. I used to yeah. be really into into Civ and I've not played I've barely played any of Civ 5 at all. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking to get back into it, and everyone who's been playing it has said, yep, had fun with it. It's tough, but it's supposed to be.
2: Yeah, it is very difficult. I mean, I mean, this is how bad I am. I play on the easiest of seven difficulties, and I still <laughs> lose. You know.
1: Yeah, but, that um, that that sounds like how I play Civ games.
2: <laughs> there's so many little things in Civ that are so like fun and satisfying, like watching your builders build farms and then buildings, and when you finally get one of the wonders and it assembles itself in a cutscene, it's just lovely. However. There's no more heartbreaking moment in gaming than when you've one turn left, one or two turns left to get your wonder and it appears on someone else's kingdom. You're like, no, oh. no, fuck you, Victoria.
1: <laughs> that is, that is horrible. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm glad to hear that's all right. Uh, I, there's what one else? that we've both played. I don't know if Jim's oh, yeah. touched it yet. Jim, yeah. have you touched the Dark Souls 3 DLC?
0: No, I have a code for it, uh, mm. but unfortunately, between the, the Halloween stuff I've been filming and the reviews I've been trying to get done, no time for it yet. I, but I am looking forward to. I have
1: it's been good, playing.
0: But... I've been playing it because I'm trying to put some let's plays together for while I'm away
1: next week. What What were you going to say, Gav? It's good, but
2: probably the same thing you're going to say. It's good but G- short.
1: Yeah, it's it's only two bosses. Yeah. And it's it's not lengthy but the environments that are there are goddamn beautiful.
2: They're very cool, yeah. yeah.
1: So the one that I got to play at pre at that preview event was the the very snowy snowy one we that involves the wolves.
2: Mm. Those, Do you know wolves where I'm are Those wolves are incredible. Those wolves are incredible, aren't they? They're, they're so yeah. beautifully animated so and scary.
1: Yeah, so there's these wolves in the new Dark Souls DLC that um they they are kind of unlike any other enemy in a Dark Souls game I've played against, in that they're very yes. fluid. They do a lot of um moving at speed to try and keep behind you. And they yeah. attack in packs. So generally you'll have a few of them like prowling back and forth trying to keep your attention in front of you, and while others. One yeah, there'll be a few like at a very big distance slowly making their way behind you, ready to like mm-hmm. run in and pounce when you're not looking. They and are for, bl- for, bloody hard for, to fight
2: Fortunately they have balanced that With um, them not having a lot of health So oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't feel super cheap Unless yeah. you encounter a pack of them And a tree and a viking All at oh, the same God, time those, Then you're fucked
1: the gra- Oh those grabbing trees are terrible If you get stuck with those When the gra- there's other enemies around
2: Grabby attacks in Souls games Are just the worst Because the hitboxes can be a little bit broken with them and yeah. they're very annoying <laughs>
1: They can be a little bit But um, I really like the whole snowy Snowy environment um, mm. I like the fact that they went with a similar idea To that, that Dark Souls 1 area That was in the painting and stuff And oh, yeah, I'm sorry, it, it, it yeah. feels very reminiscent Of some Dark Souls 1 stuff um, With mm. little tweaks on it Which is nice Um it,
2: and Dark Souls 2 DLC is very similar. Oh, mm, yeah. Do,
1: do you do you agree with what I was saying the other week about the difficulty feeling like a natural difficulty increase for someone who's finished the game?
2: Well, I went in with a level 100 character, so
1: Okay, not you didn't so have too much, much trouble it felt, then. <laughs> it
2: felt easier to me than the Nameless King's area. Oh, but I would I would agree it's I,
1: easier than the Nameless King.
2: When I reached those guys with the claw hands, the really fast ones that seem to have infinite stamina i got my ass kicked by those but um,
1: yeah but uh
2: but the 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 creature design in this dlc is phenomenal Uh, it's it's like to me the best in the game like those awful like half-dead rotting bird creatures that claw they're like this do you remember the skeksis emperor from the dark crystal mm,
1: yeah it's like, like that
2: come to life
1: for for me half the appeal of this dlc is not only the design of the enemies but the design of their attack patterns both mm. of them feel like like from software were really on their A game with this dlc yeah. the the enemies both look and act in very interesting ways
2: yeah they
1: do so like it was packed full of a lot of interesting stuff for what is admittedly a very short dlc
2: yeah and a little bit linear as well but But level-wise, the village part is... um, To me, that's Dark Souls at its best. Yeah. Going through that village, unlocking all the the little shortcuts and things.
1: Definitely. So, yeah, if you like Dark Souls 3, definitely pick up that DLC. It's short, but otherwise it's fantastic.
2: Fuck that phantom guy, though. He keeps healing himself.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, (laughs) And then last one. You played some Shadow Warrior 2 this week, Gavin, didn't you?
2: Yep. How are you
1: finding that?
2: Very fast paced, a lot of fun I don't think it would hold my interest for the whole game to be honest with you Because it's a little bit one note But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's if you, if you like Doom and if you like Borderlands I would say try Shadow Warrior 2 Because it's yeah. kind of a cross between the two
1: I've not played any of it since I played it back at E3 And I yeah. played maybe an hour of it there And I said, yep, this is enough I can walk away and not have the urge to play it again for a while and yeah, a, it's exactly. not to say I didn't enjoy the hour I spent with it, but that an hour feels like about as much as you need to play in one sitting.
2: Yeah, I'm actually, you know, I'm I don't know what you guys think about this, but I'm really surprised how overlooked that game is by PC gamers because it it ticks so many boxes of the things that PC gamers always say shooters need more of. You know, and yeah, I'm surprised but it doesn't get more hype when it, I mean it really came out under the radar, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it feels like it, for some reason, is trapped in the perception of... It feels like it should be a console game. Yeah. And I don't know why it feels that way I to wonder,
2: me. I wonder, is it the humour and the silliness that just... I wonder, is that part of why it just doesn't grab me? Because I, mm. I, I, I try to explain why that... I really enjoy it but I wouldn't probably finish the game And it's really hard for me to articulate it It's just there's nothing seems to motivate me To it's... keep pushing through it or...
1: Yeah there's no narrative through line That's like urging me to keep going There mm. is there is no like But then natural... there wasn't in Doom
2: either yeah, And that but had me hooked So Yeah
1: but equally like Where Doom is like one Consistently designed linear Experience to so that mechanically It can pull you through I think that the fact that, like, some of the stuff in Shadow Warrior 2 is randomized or procedurally done sometimes hurts it in that it doesn't have missions that always feel designed
2: mm. well. Yeah, it does. It feels a bit random, doesn't it? But, yeah, and that but can that sometimes... then that can be a positive for many people, oh,
1: I think. It can be a positive, but I know for me it's a thing that, like, I don't... I, It it means that I don't always feel the urge to play the next level to see how that level progresses into another level. It feels like a lot of discrete... A lot of discrete levels rather than one consistent set of levels, if I'm making any sense.
2: I'd agree with that, yeah. And also the bullet sponginess of some of the enemies is a big turn off for me.
1: Oh gosh, yeah. Particularly the bosses. Some of those bosses just feel like, am I doing the wrong thing or are you just ridiculously overpowered?
2: By the way, speaking of bullet sponges, very quickly, if anyone in the audience has played the Division update, which apparently fixes a lot of that, will they let us know if it's... uh a bit more fun now because I would like to go back to that game but I just couldn't handle the spongies.
1: Yeah. Um so yeah, Jim, have you played anything else other than Owl Boy this week? Owl Boy?
0: <laughs> um I played Battlefield 1. Yeah. I apologize. To people who don't like it, who are offended that I like a game that they don't like. I'm so sorry that I can't have your opinions and that uh, when I do a review of a game, I am limited to my opinions. Mm. I can't phone up, you know, Axel Rose and say, hey, Axel, what do you think of Battlefield 1? And when he tells me he doesn't like it, I then say, Axel Rose didn't like it 5 out of 10. I'm sorry I can't do that,
2: everyone. <laughs> Axel Rose um, would, would probably prefer for Call
0: of Duty, he probably would. Yeah. If we, if we, if we're rating how Axl Rose likes his, or shoot, he'd like, Far, probably Cry- probably he'd probably like Far
2: Cry. He'd like Far Cry. He'd like Far Cry Three because then he can go Welcome to the
0: yeah. Jungle. He wouldn't like Primal though. No. Um, he just doesn't strike me as someone who would um, yeah the reactions to that um, As usual not, Nothing nothing to, su- to surprise me mm. I like a game that people don't like They're furious because they think I'm some I, sort of hired hitman And I'm like no you Like Through Patreon I'm paid to give opinions But I'm not paid to give the opinions you necessarily want I, so, d- I, 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 d- I
2: liked it too And got a similar reaction It was funny the reaction I got on Twitter At first was like like, 20 replies saying, but Total Biscuit didn't like it. I'm like, okay, Total <laughs> Biscuit a lot. is a buddy of mine. I'm a fan of his work. We get on great, but we sometimes have different opinions on things. You are not the okay. same
0: human being. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had people, like, presenting his opinions as, as a, contradictory as opinion. objective facts. Yes. <laughs> like, like, you can't that like it that Total because Biscuit... TB likes it. Yeah. And it's like nothing against John Like you know Famously he and I get along um, And we famously disagree on several things as well I mean he and I have private debates About certain games he likes that I don't like uh, And vice versa Um, And we just kind of discuss What we like and dislike about these certain things We don't agree on And... People like flinging his opinion in my face as if it is a fact that discredits what I said. Like fuck off, son. not think I don't think
2: he would like people doing that. I don't. Well, you
0: know. no, I don't think I'll, he would. I'd, I, I, I would find it embarrassing if people did it to me. I'm sure some people do do it to me in some circles. And please don't, if you do, don't don't do that with my opinions. They're not the funniest.
2: Not, the funniest comment they're not I saw. socks
0: with. Sn- snooker balls in them that you smack people with. The only thing you should be doing with snooker balls is recreating the Nintendo Switch noise. So here's, oh, here's the the thing that will back you up, Jim. So it may be that
1: TB's opinion differs from yours, but I agree with you, and mine is the objective fact that undoes TB's objective fact. So you're you you're okay again now because I agree with you, Jim. Two opinions make a fact Yeah two opinions make a fact The
2: the funniest reply I saw to Jim When he he tweeted that he was enjoying it And someone responded As (laughs) if he'd broken their heart I was like not you too Not you too Jim (laughs) (laughs) Not you too Uh, Yeah me too
0: Um, Sorry, I I genuinely and, And I'm coming from This is someone who's not the biggest fan of Dice's games. Uh, I've never really been into the Battlefield games all that much, mm. but this one, I, I've loved the shit out mm. of it. And I I guess I, you know, people are angry about that. Some people are anyway, um, but I, I'm not sorry about it. I really, really enjoy
2: it. I do wish the campaign had done more of what it did in the intro. For me, the intro was the best part of the campaign. And I did like the war stories. I really enjoyed that campaign. But I felt it could have done with at least one story that was really nightmarish and hellish.
0: Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have been wouldn't have gone amiss mm. if there was something just truly like maybe for the last one just like holy yeah. shit this just is dark. Just for that
2: bit of cuz it's not I wouldn't call it an authentic World War 1 experience. It,
0: oh, it's yeah. not. No, no.
2: It's a good it's not fun all. shooter game yeah. with nice characters it's... and stories, you know.
0: I feel they straddle a, an impressive line between being respectful enough of the source material mm-hmm. while still providing the shooty bang bang game people want. Yeah, um, and, I, and it's a hard line to tread. And mm-hmm. other companies could have fucked that up royally, but I mm-hmm. think they did a like it, they did a, a good enough job to where I'm like, huh that. Mm. That could have gone so wrong but There
1: are lots of nice things to be said About its tasteful handling Um, I don't know whether this is deliberate Or just down to my poor skills To online shooter play But I found the 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 difficulty curve to the online Multiplayer very steep So when you're initially playing I felt Completely powerless. I would spawn, and second I spawned, I was dead. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's... that felt in fitting with the tone of World War One. I. I was cannon fodder. I felt like I was just throwing myself yeah. out there to be mowed down, and for someone else to replace me.
0: And and I feel that must have been somewhat deliberate yeah. because it, unlike other battlefield games, where sometimes because I'm not I'm not a great I'm, I I do okay. Um, you know I average about the middle. If I'm playing Conquest, mm. you can normally find me like on the, in the scoreboard around about the middle. I'm, I'm average, I'm um, but other Battlefield games have always been a case of me get like spawning, running, 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 running for a long time, then getting shot. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> this, it's like the moment you're up, like the actions. If happen, you spawn like, and you yeah, if you spawn and you don't duck straight away, you're dead. A sniper will have you. Yeah, especially if you're, like, spawning on squad mates who are, like, in the middle of trying to capture something or do something. Yeah. Like, you you spawn and you run and you hide and you get your bearings. I've actually felt like this one is
2: much less of a sniper problem than the other ones. Well, not sniping me. specifically,
1: does, yeah. but whatever it is that kills you. Um, There's some like, damn good shots I, though. I felt like I was always at risk of being killed by a stray bullet. And that felt tonally consistent, I felt that the single yes. player was really yeah. interesting with the stories it was telling um, Yeah, I just, I really liked it, I thought they did a very yeah. tasteful job of dealing with World War 1 but still making a fun shooter
2: and on a technical Why didn't you want level, me to review it EA? On a technical level, is, is there a better looking game right now than, than it? I don't think so
1: I'd be hard pressed to say a better looking game that's shooting for realism yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Owl exactly. boy. Owl boy. Sh- <laughs> Owl boy looks better. Um, I'm talking stylistically. Um, on a technical level, well, that's, um, that's... I mean, it's a dice game, and dice f- pretty much always mm. has the goods. As well. Yeah. well, that's what
1: I'm saying. If we if we're quality, going for concerned. like trying to emulate realism, I'd mm. struggle to pick a better looking game than Battlefield One right now
2: particularly on the PC because I've played the uh mm. I've played both the PS4 and the PC version and like to say the PC version is miles ahead is an understatement I mean it's it's night and day. It looks it's, incredible. It's fantastic.
0: goddamn gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. There's none of that forced parity bullshit that other publishers pull. I'll give EA that much. Yeah, yeah.
2: dice dice they, are not. They let uh, the
0: PC versions Di- be the PC version.
2: Exactly. They the dice do not hold back the PC version so that the consoles can have what's the word they like? Parity is that the it's word?
0: Parity, yeah.
1: <laughs> sorry i i stopped to laugh um i saw the kickstarter for the uh for the chuck tingle dating sim game uh their their kickstarter pledge amount they're aiming for is 69 420 <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry i didn't even notice. no that. they're trying to they're trying to raise 69
0: 420 <laughs> that's that's I've never seen a crowdfunding goal more more, more appropriately tied Than to the game so it's, on point. it's targeting.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs>
2: I hope that go I hope that goal gets pounded in the butt by money.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so have we got time for one or two questions before we wrap up this week? Hell no. yes. Did you guys What's want to talk not? about that
2: um uh, wasn't there some controversy about review copies or something?
0: Oh, yeah. I've been making snarky little (laughs) comments about that all episode. Yeah,
1: EA won't give Jim review copies because he's a wild card. They can't predict that he's going to be a a positive, hype-influenced person.
0: He's he's too Um.
1: unbiased of a critic.
0: Not just that, of course. We had Bethesda saying they, because of Doom, they no longer want to give people review copies ahead of time. Yeah, I'm so surprised, they want you know, they want we want critics and customers to play it at the same time. Doesn't that sound beneficial for everyone? Really, except when you really think about it, it only benefits
2: Bethesda. Yeah. Of, of all the companies to take that stance, I'm so surprised that Bethesda their, did because their, games their, are generally their products so great. get reviewed so well.
0: Yeah, they. I think that's I think that's the point though. Is they realise like we've now proved that we don't withhold review copies for quality reasons because Doom was so awesome. Therefore, mm. you know,
2: we but of all, we don't have to bother anyone. But of all the publishers that have something to lose from having review copies, I, Bethesda, yeah. I feel like, are the least, you, you know, because oh, sure, their sure. track record sure, in the last still... couple of years has been so good, you know.
0: It's still a gamble though mm. And especially with increased pressure About you know people wanting to know more About bugs in Fallout and stuff like that mm. Any corporation in, And as much as I've had respect for Bethesda As a company um, And I've often been very praiseworthy Of their uh, the way they do business as opposed to EA They are still a corporation And corporations mitigate as much risk as they can Because mm. By their nature they're cowards and not having to give review copies you know, out you know, mitigates risk however slight. It might be a slight risk but it's it's still a risk and they get to mitigate you it. You know what and really
2: sucks about um, Bethesda naming its uh, publishing wing the same name as their developing wing is that uh, you get people like screaming abuse about Todd Howard <laughs> about games he's had nothing to do with.
0: Yeah, that's true. People hate him, poor guy. Um, always comparing him to people like Molyneux and Sean Murray, but I've never considered him on that. He level never, at I all. mean, he, uh, with
2: Fallout 4, he literally got up on a stage, played the game in front of everyone, and showed people what it was.
0: Yeah, and when it came out, it, it was it exactly the like same. Like that, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. It, I didn't feel misled. I, I didn't um, feel like anyway. Fallout
2: 4 gave me any uh, broken promises. Mm. As, as as disappointed yeah. as I was with the story in that game, I didn't feel it broke any promises to me.
0: Yeah. No. But, um, Apart from just maybe quickly it returning just works. to the Bethesda thing. <laughs> um, the sad thing I, I feel is that with Bethesda doing this, um, you know, it's been a kind of unspoken thing that Activision and 2K Games have been doing for a while. But. For Bethesda to come out and make an explicit statement about it oh, And yeah. using Doom as an example that's All that's done is open the door to let every other publisher do it Yeah, which um, is going to make so it so it's... much
1: harder to like Because the benefit of, of reviews ahead of release Is that people can know if a game is good or not Before it is available to purchase for money Or early enough that they can cancel If they decide they do not wish to make that purchase decision and like I can't remember I, I think it was Polygon of all places that put the headline really well, which was Bethesda want review like don't want you to have been able to read a review until they've got your money. They want you to they want to already have yeah. your money, but by the time that critical opinion yeah, no is matter available. What
2: I reason wonder they how give, much
0: that's what it is about.
2: I wonder how much this had to do with this prevailing um review culture amongst fans at the moment where it's like, Oh, it got an eight? God, thank God I didn't waste my money on this piece of shit.
0: May have, been some, may have been part of it. It may have been part of it. And there are really bad attitudes about review scores, um, especially ones that if... We've reached a point now where hyperbole is so fucking rampant that if it's not a 9 or a 10, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate that. And really, the issue should be to try and fix that, even if it is beyond fixing right now. Instead, publishers are just taking the option of bailing. Mm. Um, and it sucks because... Um, I think Total Biscuit was saying it last night as well. Like, there's going to be a race to the bottom as everyone scrambles to get their reviews up first. Yeah, and that sucks. And if you've got a like review embargoes, I've often defended because I feel like giving people um, a decent amount of time and then an equal publishing date makes you more relaxed. Like, it feels like it wouldn't because it's a deadline. But like, oh, I've got two weeks to do this mm. and. H- all the reviews are going up at this time. There's no extra pressure. I can take my time with this game before it's out. Uh, exactly. I can give it the care and attention and look, it deserves for a good review. Look, people are going to rush it now. They're not going to pay attention to stuff. They're not going to give the games the care that they deserve mm. when they're reviewing And if you them. look at Bethesda's and, next
2: game, which is Dishonored, that's exactly the kind of game that people are going to want to spend time dipping into and finding all its yeah, little I secrets so. and yeah. corners. But and,
0: a lot of people aren't going to appreciate... Um, Some of the like best critics, things. they're not going to appreciate yeah. the, the kind of stuff it's gonna that, be, that you could explore It's going to be game. a rush to see the credits As soon as you can And then start mm. writing the review as soon as you've seen them fucking Get a review up And for someone like me who has ended up you know, Since going independent I've ended up just buying a lot of the games anyway mm. um, It kind of levels the playing field for me Because now everyone else is in the same boat I am So it kind of relieves the pressure a bit on me But that doesn't mean I necessarily want to see this happen mm. Um Open Critic uh, said the same thing. They sent me an email and they they made a statement on uh, I, I did see so- someone from Open Critic post on NeoGAF this other day. So like, well this helps us traffic wise because it stops us just getting a big traffic spike embargo that disappears. Now people are going to like drip feed their traffic as they come in and check the reviews, but mm. even if we benefit with st- it's this is still bad mm. for customers, for critics, for ga- for the state of games criticism itself as a medium. This is a bad move, mm. um, and, and I think it, it's and a and bad it move only... for the games
2: themselves. Because I, I honestly Absolutely. think Dishonored is going to get a few reviews that are lower than it would have got if people had time to, to play it properly.
0: Yeah, it's people are not going to give games the time they deserve. That's what it comes down to. And some of that, some of the blame for that is on the uh, games media itself. Mm. In the you know. Page views are so important, ad revenue is so important. People want to be first; they need their hot takes. Uh, that is on them. But at the same time, um, publishers are still like undermining not just reviews but the games themselves by just saying, "Here you are, jump on it like sharks in a free- feeding frenzy." We don't care about the, re- the results, and, and reviews themselves are going to be worse than they could be. And there are many like people sneer and say well reviews aren't important you you get plenty of people like that and sure you may not care about game reviews but uh, go check out NeoGAF whenever there is a game review embargo and just see how big that thread is. There are lots of people who still care and they're all customers and Mm. they are going to get affected by this in a negative way. Mm. Uh, Again there is one true beneficiary here and that's game publishers. They are are actually uh,
2: important to the buying decisions of a lot of uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You can like, argue for me, whether like or not, I like,
0: should be, but
2: I, I, I like reading reviews after I finish a game because it's mm-hmm. fun for me then to see, oh, what did they agree with? What did they not? But for a yeah. lot of people, oh, I like they,
0: reading them for fun. Yeah,
2: it's not their job and whatever to be in the gaming world. So they have a certain amount of money they have to spend on this leisure activity, and they want to know what's going to be.
1: Exactly. Their yeah, it's it is a bit ridiculous. Um, that being said, I'm so glad I'm in a position now where I don't have to worry about the 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 page views that things I write get. It's yeah, so it is. nice yeah. being able to be like, hey, mm. I can like we we put up our Mafia Three review on Let's Play video games today, and it's like, hey, we didn't rush to get it done. We got it done when we got it done, and mm. we don't have to stress if the views are less than it would have been if it was day one because. Whatever we got it done when we When we felt we were ready to do so And that's yeah. a real yeah. nice I mean, in the same oh, So relaxing mm.
2: I'm, do- I'm doing a Battlefield song I can't wait to see The rage for that <laughs>
0: <laughs> But we get um, You know we have established audiences Who are there specifically for us as well It's not like yeah. we're writing for IGN where The writer doesn't matter so much yeah. as, as you know the game So you know I could put up a review For Dishonored 2 Like two months after it's been out and the people who were going to read it at launch day Or still read it At least the, the people I would care to reach You know, like the actual regular audience I have So, so I'm not really going to lose anything th- from this Except for it would be nice to have things early Because that helps my schedule out And it means I can give your game a lot more attention Because I'm not juggling five games at once As I've been doing this fucking movie. I would
2: imagine weeks. that both of, both of you would have... Um would have a lot of readers who are like me in that they, it, it, even if it's not to see about their purchase decision, they like just the style that both of you write in and you're writing and they go and read the review anyway just to see, like, what you thought and if you felt the same as them. I've noticed, and, yeah, yeah. You know?
0: hmm Yeah, I've, I've noticed that from my readership, you know. They, like, people just like reading my my reviews. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter even sometimes. I've had some people say, like, I don't even care what the game's about. Like, I just like reading uh, the way you write game yeah. reviews. So, you know, these fuckers can try and stop me talking about their games all they want, but I've got the budget clearly, you know, so Jim, are- Patreon has allowed me to budget, and I'm still on Metacritic, and <laughs> the, my audience are gonna fucking... Listen to what I have to say, damn it
2: Speaking of the importance of objectivity And how everyone's opinion is their own And we shouldn't criticise that Are you going to review the Ezio collection And get it right this time? (laughs) (gasps) How dare you
0: Um, What Is is that some Assassin's Creed fucking They're releasing all the
1: games that had Ezio in them Oh, That
2: that really is your your Greg Tito Dragon Age moment, isn't it? (laughs)
0: Well, except you know, Tito was wrong. But... <laughs> uh, Shall we? should we do
1: questions very quickly before Laura, an argument yeah. breaks out? L- Laura. Yeah.
2: Have Have you ever had a? Uh... A review like that one that was against the general consensus That got a lot of people angry
1: Oh, I'm sure I must have done it at some point Where I rated (laughs) something low and everyone loved it I can't think what it was off my head I know I've done the converse where I've highly rated something that people hated Because I like SJW games and sometimes that happens But uh, I can't think of an example off
2: my head Right. Next, uh, walk, next time a walking simulator comes out, both give it ten and see what happens.
1: Oh, I, I've I've done it before. Um, first question we have this week comes from James Stinton. What would the title of each of your Autobiographies be? Pounded in the butt by my own butt.
2: Pounded in the butt by my guitar.
1: Pounded in the butt by my own. Self contrived gimmick about talking about butts.
2: Pounded in the butt by Axl Rose wielding my guitar while singing "Welcome to the Jungle" in Far Cry Three.
1: Pounded by the butt by the curse of the tinfoil PR agents. Mm. Pounded in the butt. Mm. This is pounded
0: in the butt. Just. just a general just a general pounding for jim sterling pa- story.
1: pounded in the butt by jim sterling brackets my <laughs> rise my rise to fame <laughs> 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 um next question if we're not going to give a serious answer pounded, uh, p-
2: pounded in the butt by poo seal in jim's S M dungeon <sighs>
1: Oh, next question comes from Geron Heister. Are there any sites or outlets or places that have rejected you in the past that later contacted you regretting that
2: decision? Well, there was this one girl I fancied in school.
1: (laughs) Did did she come uh, back to you later regretting that decision?
2: She she came back in a club a few years later when the social stigma of school didn't apply and I very, (laughs) very delightfully turned her down.
1: Ah, what about you, Jim? you ever you ever tried to write anywhere, and then they said no, and now you're like, Ah, oh, fuck you guys.
0: <sighs> I don't think so. I don't think so. um I think really i i, I never I've never really applied to many places. Uh, the, the closest was I was once interested in maybe doing some stuff for Rock Paper Shotgun and it wasn't necessarily a refusal it was just, you know, they, they had a full staff at the mm. time and were interested in some pitches, but then that was shortly before I decided to just go all in with the Patreon stuff um, just because, you know I, I finally decided, like, you know what I'm, I'm really just making the same mistakes going into more games media mm. from games media um, I really need to do this on my own mm. so you know I, I ended up just not pitching anything because I, I ended up being independent so mm. no not really not really I've never never had a company never never really had that many I, dealings with companies I, that's, I, that's the long and short I, I actually I, have
2: had a record label reject me and then try and, um, try and get me on board once the Miracle of Sound project got big
0: oh. and I was like ha ha ha,
2: ha. yeah fat chance
1: I I had one of those myself, which was uh, I'm not going to say exactly which place it was, but I tried to apply like probably like four years ago now to a Zelda centric gaming news and features site, and. I got a 3,000 word email back from the editor about how my writing was terrible and there was no point in me trying to be a writer because I would never succeed and I should just stop trying now because I clearly had no talent for it and it was never going to be in my future. And they contacted me a while later... Asking if I wanted to write for them And I told them to fuck off And then I copy pasted their email from the editor back at them And I still have that email in my office And I look you know at it what, every Laura? now and then As my like, ah, fuck you
2: Every talented person gets that Gets told that at some point, yeah, and I think that's what weeds out the people w- who will make it in the end. It's that they don't let shit like that get them down and well, stop them.
1: I I did the opposite. I pinned it up on my wall, and I'm like, I'm gonna prove you fuckers wrong. So um yeah. if, if 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 you know if you're out there, you know who you are, editor of a Zelda site. You uh, your your three thousand word let your your three thousand word email is what made me say, hey, fuck you. I'm gonna be great. So. Yeah. Thanks, I suppose, for that. Um, nice. A last email we have this week is from Jamie Gillespie. Is there a game that doesn't have voice acting, either because of when it was released or budget or whatever, that you'd like to see remade, just with voice acting added to it?
2: Planescape Torment.
1: That's a really good call, yeah.
2: There'd be far too much dialogue to actually record it, although, I mean, it's like a...
1: Well, we're not talking novel. about practicalities.
2: We're just saying, yeah. what game do we like wish had we voice acting? If we could have anyone without, yeah, Planescape Torment, I think.
1: I would love to see To The Moon redone with voice acting. Really? Yeah. I
2: feel like that game is, I don't know, I feel like, it, uh, for I, me, I feel like that could have a detrimental effect oh, on the Oh, it,
1: it could if it was Poor voice acting, but if you got a, if the voice acting was good, and we uh, I'm going into this question on the understanding that the voice acting yeah. that's added
2: is good. It would be good, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I would like to see that game have some good voice acting, because mm. I that love that such game a very much. Little game, by the oh. way, if
2: if it's... you haven't played it, do because it's. It's absolutely beautiful.
1: It, it's about four hours, and it's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Like the
2: I had to. I actually had to stop playing it, Laura, because it was like I was bursting into yeah. tears, and you, I just you, couldn't do it. I, I couldn't emotionally get through. It. Um,
1: spoiler free. I can tell you where I burst into tears. It's that point where they use the one song that has vocals toward mm. the end. That's where I was like, nope, can't hold the tears back. Now here we go. Oh, mm. That game is so great. Oh, I, I would it's like. It's lovely. To, I would like to see a good voice acting job on that uh what about you jim
0: you know i honestly can't think of one like i'm trying to think of the ones
2: would you like that would you you two are them, a big undertale fans would you like to see that with i'm a uh, big
0: undertale fan mm. but honestly i i think i'm happy with it being text based yeah. uh, I a lot of the games i'm thinking of that have no voice acting are also very dialogue heavy yeah. and i Prefer the reading of them than. than oh, God. I, I, would I would. Guys, I
2: just thought of one. <laughs> what? That's perfect. Fucking Okami. <gasps>
1: oh if that God. game had
2: actual language instead of <laughs> blah, 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 unskippable, then in... I would play that game every day. Yeah. <laughs> forever. I, to-
1: I totally agree with you. Um, Going to what you suggested for Undertale, I'm in the camp where I would like that with voice acting, in that I have watched a few people let's play that game and. I've really enjoyed some of the voices that certain people have given those characters. I'd really be up for playing that game with certain people's voices I've heard, like as part of the game.
2: I think Jim could voice. Yeah, if they um, do do
1: that, let me. I think there. Yeah, let me do it. I, I
2: think Jim could do a great voice for the skeleton.
1: You could. You could do a good papyrus. I think.
2: Yeah. Basically,
1: just pretend to be Skeletor, and you'll you'll do most you'll do most. I
2: am a cool
1: dude on the internet. (laughs) Are
2: are you both following Grumpy Skeletor on Twitter? By the way, oh my
1: god, Grumpy Skeletor's amazing.
2: He is one of the best Twitter accounts ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) and there we go. That's about it for questions. Should we should we do a
0: wrapping up? I'm good for wrapping up. It's getting like. Obnoxiously hot In this office It's fucking Almost the end of October And it's still hot. My office is very hot too But that's probably Because my house Was on fire earlier So That's true Yeah Okay, let's wrap this up quick so that we can put out fires and and cool down and whatnot. Um, Laura, where can people get your bloody work on the internet? Me and my bloody work on the internet. You can find
1: it pretty much everywhere at LauraKBuzz, LauraKBuzz.com LauraKBuzz on Twitter, LauraKBuzz on Patreon, that's what pays the bills. LauraKBuzz on YouTube, where you can see me being um, kidnapped this week by people dressed in silver masks, dressed as PR people. Don't worry, I escaped. Everything's fine. Um you can also find me on let's play video games all week i do a bunch of stuff there um i did a thing that you should look up this week where i started an audio drama podcast called one small town which i put the first episode up of this week so go look up um one small town on on soundcloud and then other than that you can find me at mcm this weekend in london and then in melbourne from what dates am i in melbourne I will be in Melbourne from the uh, the 31st of October until the 6th of November for Melbourne Games Week. So I will be at PAX Australia and a bunch of other stuff. Thank Laura, you for that, Australian government, for inviting me. That was nice Laura,
2: of you. I love um, the way you say Melbourne. It's like Mel- Mel- Melbourne. It's so very nice and posh. Melbourne. It makes me feel like a big fucking... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the the australian government are flying me out to melbourne for a week and putting me up okay before we finish uh, the outros um they're putting me up in what i think might be a sex hotel um oh, nice the the australian government is putting me up in a hotel that like i clicked on their website and there looks like a bdsm lady in like all black leather with a beret like Come hithering with her finger as like the intro oh, nice. screen to the hotel. So I'm pretty sure they're putting me up in a sex hotel. So, yeah, if you're or in maybe Mel- it's
2: just a lifeguard. They've lots of lifeguards <laughs> yeah. in Australia.
1: Quite possibly, but if if you're in Melbourne
0: between the thirty first and the sixth, I'll be around. Say hi. Okay, okay, and Gavin, how can people get to your lovely musics? Uh,
2: come and search for "Miracle of Sound" on YouTube, where there will be two songs coming out hopefully next week. One, a remake of an old one, which I'm sure everyone's already guessed, and there's also going to be a, a song based on World War One, which is obviously inspired by Battlefield.
0: Yeah. The and, newest Black Gold. And
2: uh, what else? What do I? Oh yeah, Twitter, Miracle of Sound, where. Uh, I'm doing my best to remain positive about all the games, despite everyone telling me how wrong I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good man, good man. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you to Laura and Gavin for joining me. Thank you for your support on Patreon or just listening and sharing or doing whatever it is you do. Um, that's always appreciated, always nice. Uh, do keep an eye out uh, on the Jim Sterling YouTube channel this weekend, this coming weekend for lots of Halloween fun. Got a gymquisition coming Sunday. Got a Jimquisition coming Monday as well. That's if everything goes according to plan. There I've I been mean, pulling so many fucking strings together for this one, and I'm about ready to have a nervous breakdown, but hopefully it'll be all worth it. So keep an eye out for that, and we will, unless I do finally end up getting committed, see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.